What's going on? How are you guys doing today? Cold. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our table talk. Welcome to Canada. <laughs> so, what are some of the things you want to go over? Health. So, growing up, I've never really been exposed to a lot of people going through, say, cancer. Mm-hmm. But recently, I've seen more and more of that pop up. So is it due to, I guess, better detection or something's really happening with people's health, diets, etc.? This observation. Well, almost every single person now, either they felt it through their family or know someone that's going through the big C. Mm-hmm. And that is far too much because here you have a disease that doesn't necessarily have a so-called cure that can be sustainable because a lot of times the methods they put you through are very, very detrimental to your health. And so if we want to prevent it, we have to first understand how to see and feel pure energy. How do we do that? In life, in order to have that pure energy, we must have pure air, pure food, and pure water. You mix with any one of those three things, you have disease and infection. Okay, so with pure air, I mean, we're in the city, so how do you, mm-hmm. how do you deal with that? Well, that's very simple. You make sure like, you have to have candles or something in the house. You have to make sure that somehow, some way, if you can't keep the windows open or say you're near a main street or something like that, you have to get something to move the air, the stagnant air. Because that stagnant air is when you develop a lot of so-called breathing problems. Mm-hmm. And that's when certain things people don't realize. Have you ever gone to someone's home and you walk into the house and it's like, all of a sudden, like you're trying to cover up your nose and try to figure out where is that smell coming from? It's definitely up for breeze. Right? And, you can, and not enough for breeze will ever fix that. And so for me, it's like you have to make sure the air always moves because when it doesn't move, then those smells set in. So when someone who's not used to that environment comes in, they smell the dead air. Mm, okay. So how do you get the air to move inside the house? It depends. It depends on your house. It depends on where your windows are. It depends on what you can get a fan to move the air out of the house. Uh, a lot of it has to do with cooking. If you do cook, you have to make sure that if you are frying or doing anything like that, windows are open, some some form of air, better fan, draw out the fumes, just somehow to make the air pure. Because a lot of people, when they cook, all of that smell. You've been to apartment buildings or condos? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You smell everybody's everything, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And because the air has nowhere to go. It's so dense. That's why you have to make sure the air moves so that pure air can be received. Okay. And with pure water... What kind of water is good? I mean, as long as it's not just straight tap, as long mm-hmm. as it's not just straight from the mud. I mean, we tend to overcomplicate things. And I mean, you have experience in this mm-hmm. area. And I would, I would say there's many different types of water. And depending on what you're using it for, I would say you would have to just be a little more cautious. So a lot of people think they hear alkaline is so good. Mm -hmm. But if you overdo it, 
anything of too much becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. And so you can't overdo it. Just like fish. When you try to set your fish tank, and if it's too alkalized, the fish will still die. It has to be of perfect alkalinity. It's funny that you bring tap water because the government says tap water is safe. And they've done all their studies and everything uh-huh. else, but there's obviously there's stuff in there. So when they do their studies, is it a third-party study or is it a study that is going to benefit their agenda? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> <laughs> because the third-party study tends to bring up things, but even when they bring those things up, it doesn't translate to the press release. It doesn't translate to what you read or hear or see. That's why you just have to be careful and do your research who did the who did the study? How are they associated with who did the study? Do they have their hands in the pocket of this study? Mm-hmm. And that's why you have to look at all the variables and be honest about it. Because tap water is not necessarily the safest. No, it doesn't make any sense. But no. it's gone through their study. Mm-hmm. And people are like, okay, I'll just drink tap water. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't drank tap water in a very long time. Yeah, same here. It just tastes different. You can, you can actually taste the, the chemicals in there. Mm-hmm. And then now when you turn it on, you actually smell the chlorine mm-hmm. coming right out of the tap. What about showering? Mm-hmm. Like, Because I, I know there's a ton of shower filters that mm-hmm. filter out some of the chemicals. Is that a good thing to have? Yeah. So what I did in my house was my entire house has what is called like water softener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 99% of all impurities plus are all taken out of the water. So even when I wash the car, take a shower, it's the same one that you would uh, drink. But mm. then we also have another filter for the drinking to even purify that water even further. So that when you make your soups or drink your water, it's just filter, filter, filter. Whereas if you didn't have that, then all of a sudden you look at your skin during when it's really cold out, then maybe it's more drier. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's more itchier. Maybe something shows up. Maybe something that you didn't know you had shows up because all those things will kind of like expose or continue to develop worse conditions because you're not protecting yourself. So that's something I did to protect myself. Mm. I also noticed the, since, since we're talking about health, the American diet. Mm-hmm. People are getting, I'm just going to be honest here on the podcast, people are getting larger, they're bigger. Mm-hmm. And definitely feeling more pain, mm-hmm. like, and people having difficulties letting go of that diet. Mm-hmm. Any advice for them <laughs> besides, besides not to eat those things? Like, how did they get out of that addiction? So, what causes obesity? Well, a lot of fat food, and it's when the food. stuff that you ate can't get out, so it stores as fat. So, the more of the things and the chemicals, the synthetics that you put in the body the harder it is to get out. And then the body, perfect question. What if you were overworked and underpaid? What would you do? Oh, you're going to quit. You're going to quit. So if you do that to your body, you overwork it and you don't nourish it enough, it's going to quit on you. And that's when you start to see all these diseases going on. And you see people with diseases that should be 60-year-old diseases, teenagers are getting them. And that's why we're, I've been noticing that a lot. It's just, I've never heard of the this so many diseases mm-hmm. right the like autism and mm-hmm. ADHD and everything else at a young age mm-hmm. that was so foreign to me growing up mm-hmm. but now it's just so readily available there you go 
Yeah. It's normal. It is the norm now that mm-hmm. someone has something. Mm-hmm. And that should not be normal. I have friends at my age that have diabetes. Mm-hmm. That can't be normal. I met a nine-year-old with diabetes. Okay, well. Nine mm-hmm. years old. It has a bigger stomach than the father. How? Okay, well, I, I sort of know how. <laughs> but it's just, again, it's, it's just so young. Oh, yeah. And you look at what they put into their body. They never have pure air. They could barely breathe. They, they have asthma, need the puffer, right? P- definitely not pure food. Don't drink an ounce of water. So what is the body supposed to do? It's, it's given up so early. And then I see people who work out a lot. Mm-hmm. So they, they justify that if they can eat like this, but work out really hard. To get the calories? Yes. Yeah. They can burn the calories and everything will be okay. But there has to be, it doesn't make any sense because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how much you work out. You can't get rid of the, all the chemicals and everything else. Correct. That's like saying, you know, you have a brand new white shirt, Bernard. You know what? We'll just run it through the first set of oil outside by the car. Oil spot on the driveway. Just run it through once. Then, you know, a week later, just run it through again. You're going to get that out in a year's time? No. You're going to get that out because you press a button or you took something or some magic potion? Mm-hmm. doesn't just come out like that. And so, same thing. Every time you do that, it creates a stain, a stain, a stain, a stain, a stain. And then you don't realize, okay... That's just one area. What about all the other areas in my life that I am stained at? Becomes poison, poison, poison. And the thing about poison, you don't see it. Can you see right through yourself? No. Can can he see right through himself? And that's the problem. And and I think that's one of the biggest challenges is that when they're working out, they see the results, the physical results of the body changing. It's temporary. They're they're thinning out and it must be working, but it's not working. Mm Mm-hmm. But they get that sense that this has to be working because I can see the, the transformation. The only time you can say it's working is that if they stop it and they don't go up or go down. They have perfect equilibrium. Mm. But most people, like athletes, if they stop playing, what happens? Charles Berkeley. Right? Right? <laughs> what happens when they stop playing? They slow down so bad. They get the diabetes. They get the obesity. They get all these other diseases. And then what happens is they just think it is normal, like you said. Then when everyone else believes that it is normal, then they become complacent. Then when they become complacent, no one's going to fight for what they believe in anymore. Mm-hmm. I guess it's sort of like climate change. Mm-hmm. Because you can't really see the results right away. immediately. Correct. It's a gradual... Like Nobody gets obese in a day. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you don't go to sleep and wake up and magically, like, I'm magically yeah. obese. So it's so gradual. And the same thing with, with climate change. Mm-hmm. You can't see it. Mm-hmm. You walk out and you're like, okay, everything's fine. Everyone's still breathing. But gradually... You know how you can see it? How? So back where I come from in China, when you want to know when it's time to plant, you wait for the bird that has chosen you where you are the farmer to nest to give you the sign of when it is time to to plant the seed and you never plant the exact same day of every single year only when the birds arrive when nature says it's okay because it requires the wind to bring the positive energy so that it's like the activation for the seeds to grow when we want to know how the world is being affected 
it's when those little things that we don't see or we take for granted we no longer see all of a sudden we don't see a certain type of bird come where they always used to come to our yard or we see a certain type of animal that's no longer found in the area or we see certain types of trees all of a sudden start dying out and then once you start seeing that if you really had instinct and intuition you could put your feet flat on the ground and you can tell exactly what's wrong with the planet you can put your hand flat on the ground put your hands in the soil and feel exactly where it's going yeah i don't think anyone has that right now <laughs> very, very few I should say. nobody but yeah because that's what animals do and that's why they're able to prevent when they're not caged when a natural disaster comes because they already know it because they're flat they're grounded okay so we're doing everything to actually remove these signs we're removing animals we're moving trees we're moving everything else around nature correct so how how's it going to communicate to us it's trying to every single day and we just can't obviously we got sort of like got rid of their voice and we ignore the signals okay we're not that bright okay because a lot of people no longer have that instinct and intuition so that when a certain sign appears in front of you, everyone's looking for a sign, mm-hmm. a sign, a sign. Send me a sign. It's been in front of you the entire time, but just because it showed up in overalls and it's call work, no one wants the sign. <laughs> it's not convenient. <laughs> right? It's like fast food. It's, Correct. It's convenient. And so the problem with this world is everyone only does things out of satisfaction of convenience. If it is not going to provide the satisfaction and it's not convenient, they don't want it. Mm-hmm. I was like that. And they call themselves an entrepreneur. Well, the entrepreneur is the complete opposite. They're never mm-hmm. satisfied mm-hmm. and they don't want what's convenient because they're willing to do all the work that it takes to create something, to build something so that they can share that something. Mm-hmm. We talked about food and I feel like that's maybe one of the things that people lean on the most for convenience. Because we talk about all these diseases going on and you look at the trend with the food, it's like you walk into a grocery store and it's not really a grocery store. It's more of like just marketing. That's all I see when I go into a grocery store. (laughs) I just see like, what are they putting in the front shelf? What do the labels look like? Because it's just all marketing. So if it's in a box or in a can, it's technically not food. And if it has a lot of ingredients on a said package, the only ingredient you want is the actual fresh food. And orange doesn't have nutritional facts on it. Apple doesn't have nutritional facts on it, right? Mm -hmm. But apple pie does, right? (laughs) Right? Cherry pie does, right? Mm -hmm. Because all of those other things you put in, you lose that essence of the source again. And then, like you said, you go further and further away and you buy the marketing. You buy those flashy signs. It's like mm-hmm. Tropicana orange juice. Mm-hmm. It's like freshly squeezed. That's all. It, it, there's no concentrate. It just says, okay, this is orange juice. But what? How is that possible? Like, Two months yes. <laughs> in the freezer? Like, or in the we fridge? can't take our orange and stick in there for an, and wait and just... A few hours, it's rancid. Mm-hmm. So you got to think like, what are they putting in it to preserve it? Correct. And if you can put the least amount of those things in your body, you give yourself a chance. Those are the poison that we have to prevent. Mm-hmm. There's poison everywhere. And this is the whole bitter before sweet. Sinful halting. Yes. yes. Because we're so conditioned to have all of our sweets first. Only sweets. Yes. 
That's actually true. It's only sweets. We don't actually even talk about the bitter. You're supposed to pretend it never exists. Suppress. Yeah, that's definitely growing up. It was like that. It's everything, whatever I wanted, I was given, and even though we didn't have much, but mm-hmm. it was just like sweet after sweet after sweet. Mm-hmm. And then after you learn that, okay, you can't always have this. There's a price that somebody has to pay at the end. And if you raise a child like that, and they never understand what it takes to earn with that bitterness, what type of society do we have? Uh, one that we have right now. <laughs> exactly. And it's so difficult for people to take that feedback or what the criticism, mm-hmm. even though it's constructive, but it's so difficult for them to listen to that because it hurts. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear it because it sounds negative. So they just continue on looking for things that are more positive and they just feed off of that. And don't confuse negative and positive as what negative truth and positive truth mm-hmm. is. Yes, they're not the truth. Because you say you want something positive, but you only want to hear things that are sweet. So yes. you say that's positive, but that's a negative trait that you're using some form of truth for your convenience so that you feel mm-hmm. better or that you can continue doing what you want. Justification. Correct. So I feel like with the technology we have today, like why are we as a society, not all people, but why is the majority of society so slow to really grab a hold of that instinct mm-hmm. or what is the truth? Because everything is just information. And if you do not know how to process that information, then it becomes useless. It's not wisdom. It's not applied knowledge. There's a lot of knowledge. It's like new videos, new whatever, every single day. And Mm -hmm. they just consume and consume and consume. And it's almost as if it's this big lie because they think they know more. Mm -hmm. But if you don't apply it, what's the point? There's no action. Just to keep this giant library. And I think you can really... tell the distinction between somebody who applies what they teach and somebody who doesn't you just you can't really hide that Mm -hmm. i agree so something that like i've been thinking about lately in terms of health Mm -hmm. is life expectancy okay because i look at like some of the issues that we talked about autism just different diseases and stuff that young people are getting Mm mm-hmm but it's like everybody thinks that life expectancy is only going up. But my opinion on that is completely different because it's like, I think it's getting worse because my grandparents didn't really have access to cereal mm-hmm. or they didn't have access to all these brands, all these marketing uh, packaged mm-hmm. food, food. Mm-hmm. So where, where are we at with, the life expectancy and how can we really you know live longer and healthier mm-hmm. yeah something to share no it's just i was about to mention quality of life is different because mm-hmm. even though we might be living longer the quality of life might be diminishing and don't confuse quality of life meaning you have to take a pill just to feel normal because almost every single person you walk down the street is almost taking something 
or on something. Well, my father, he has a heart condition. And so when I take him to, to see the doctor, it's just pill after pill. There's a pill for that pill. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's medicine or To drug. comment the side effects. There's so many of them. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to keep track. But I'm going through this list. And it's like, what's this for? Well, this is to kind of like that one. And this one, you're going to have side effects for this. So you need this. And it ends up being like 10 different drugs. I was like, how does this make any sense? Mm-hmm. And they still don't know what's going on. And why do we have side effects? Did they ever tell you that? No. Did, did they ever tell you that? No, but they just sneak them in at the end. Of I, the love those, I love those commercials. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> after all the side effects, they they end on this little like positive high note mm-hmm. to try to end it like yeah. happily. But they just have to legally say the the side effects. But it's so funny how they're just so crammed and so. You know, and side yeah. effects may include... And fine is fine print. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the side effects is because when you put anything synthetic in the body, the body reacts. Something that doesn't belong, body reacts. It tries to maintain that perfection inside, and you keep putting imperfect things in. Okay, so if someone has, for example, a headache, and they take aspirin or Tylenol, mm-hmm. there's going to be side effects. Of course there is. And then... You may fix this, but something else suffered for it. So, so it costs for everything. You're never going to really... Like, it's just playing catch-up. And they want it that way. It's a good business. Very good business, right? Not, for finances, right. but not for us as people. Making the world a better place. And, and that's, again, going back to bitter, bitter Before Sweet. It's like once they feel a bit of pain... Nobody thinks about where that's really coming from. We just got to get rid of it. Correct. At whatever cost. Yes. But remember, everything does have a cost. Nothing just happens because snap of a finger, it goes away. Everything has a cost. Everything. We just don't know what the cost is. Most people may not admit or know what the cost is at the moment. But when I've spoken to so many hundreds and thousands of people about what this cost actually is, and you break it down for them, their eyes are so open and they feel so empty inside because they feel like they try to cheat and cheat and cheat, but for what benefit? When they don't have much of a benefit to show for it because they thought they got away with certain things, and here they're paying a lifetime worth of cost. Mm -hmm. We have friends that are going through all this disease and it's costly mm-hmm. even with our healthcare system it doesn't cover every single thing mm-hmm. I know it's different for you guys in the mm-hmm. states but even the Canadian healthcare system doesn't cover every single thing mm-hmm. right so there's a financial cost and obviously there's a the emotional cost but not just your emotions but your no, family no absolutely your friends as much as we're going through the, the pain the, or the individuals going through the pain it's the people around them that can't do anything Mm-hmm. That hurts the most. Yeah, absolutely. When you're just, you're, you feel useless. Mm-hmm. And you care for that person, obviously. But it's nothing you can really do. And then your commodity that's always fleeting, known as time, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be so valuable, is wasted trying to find answers for something that could have been prevented or could have been maybe handled a better way or a different way. So here's a, a question, since we're talking about all this. How do we get people going from the whole sweet before bitter, or just pure sweet, 
to convince them, say, hey, there might be a better way, but it's going to be bitter. Yeah. You're not going to like this, yeah. but it's going to be better for you and for everybody else around you. Like, how do you create that, that bridge or that, that shift? <laughs> so what happens when you have rotten fruit? You throw it out. Why? Because it's rotten and it tastes like crap. Okay. <laughs> what happens when you have rotten fruit? Throw it out. Why? Doesn't serve a purpose. Stinks. Not going to eat it. So when we have only sweetness, we become more rotten, 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 rotten. So then when it's time to face the things that we don't want to face, we're not here to be accountable. We look for someone else to do it. We look to run. We look to cheat. We look to steal. look to find shortcuts, hacks. Yes. As opposed to face it, live man up to it or face it and not be afraid of what you see on the other side. And I think that's one of the key challenges is that because there's new technologies, new, new whatever, mm -hmm. there's always new things that can mask the, I guess, to deal with the symptoms. Yep. Then that bill that you have to pay, it's just sort of longer and longer. Like it just keeps going where it's like a credit card. Mm -hmm. you keep paying the minimum. But there's, you're racking up this giant bill. Correct. Mm -hmm. And interest is increasing and everything else. But I think with all these new things, it sort of delays the payment. Mm -hmm. So then they still have to pay in the end. They just don't realize that, okay, there's a big payment in the end. That's a great point. And I think to add to that, especially with aging and like anti-aging, mm -hmm. I feel like that's a huge trend. And a lot of people like do a lot of different things, creams surgeries whatever they can do to prevent aging fight it but that's like the technology you know you don't really realize what may happen 20 years from now because that stuff didn't exist 20 years before us so we don't necessarily know how dangerous it can be or you don't necessarily see like how dangerous it is stem cells mm -hmm. so that's a, obviously not really readily available for everyone, mm -hmm. but stem cells, that's like when you're really changing nature because you're, you're sort of trying to reverse, I guess, the age mm -hmm. and whatever it is to regenerate new play cells. Yes, yeah, you're playing, you're literally playing God, mm -hmm. but there has to be a side effect to that. Big time. But nobody sees it yet. Well, it's still new. They, they choose not to see it. You know, in China, there's a gentleman. He was arrested two months ago. First guy to create the first GMO baby. In a lab. Okay. Where you take one cell here, take this cell here, put it together, grow it, incubate it, get a baby. <clears throat> Got arrested. And obviously, the way China works, no more news after that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And because he went against what rules were specified because we have a big problem with AI and what if you put AI in something that is a GMO baby you convert that then what happens when they start to think for themselves yeah and they see that we can't even think for ourselves they big have, trouble they have the power and the control of course I know Elon Musk really cautions about AI but nobody was listening people just... they try to shoot him down cut him down yeah mm-hmm so this is yeah, a little scary. Yeah. But, so, okay, back to the question. So what, <laughs> what can we do to create that bridge for people to make shifts, positive shifts for their life? Well, in what aspect? There's so many ways we could 
really, I'm, I'm more focused on getting the people that are just so addicted to the sweet mm-hmm. and say, hey, look, there's, there's a better way, but you have to go through some bitterness. Well, you have to look yourself in the mirror and be ready. Because as soon as you commit yourself in your mind or you say it out loud, you will be tested. And that test doesn't just one test and you pass and that's it. Is that a universal rule or what was that? Oh, yeah. That's, we're, we're here to graduate, which means we're not here to just keep repeating the same mistake, 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 not learn from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what does that get you? Nowhere. Nowhere. If you did that in grade one, can you go to grade two? Can you go to grade 10? Now you could. <laughs> like, honestly, that, that's exactly now, what's Now, but they happening. just changed that. But yeah. when I grew up, when you grew up, you couldn't No, you do couldn't that. do that. So that's why that's, even the system's changing and it's... To suit this, not to make us better. Exactly. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. you're, nobody fails. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. How could... We, we all fail at something. We've got to learn mm-hmm. from something. But now you've removed that. Because now they created a factory of fear. Every single person I walk down the street, people say, when I talk to them, they want the call, they want the help. They're like, how do you protect yourself when you can see right through people, you know everything, and let's say you go to a certain area and there's all these sick people. Let's say you go to the hospital. I said, I wouldn't be entrusted with these gifts if I didn't know how to control it. Mm. And a lot of people are given certain things or inherit certain things, but they're not ready to run the company. They're not ready to understand how to handle a billion dollars. They're not ready to understand how to run a family. They're not ready to understand what to do for the next step because they don't have the experience or are willing to get that experience. So they're winging life. Mm-hmm. And if you wing it without the plan, it's very hard to get good positive results. It's like those wasted athletes. They, they were given this great gift. I mean, we, we, we talk about basketball a lot, but there's this gift that they were granted mm-hmm. and then they just squander it. Yes. The life they want. Yes. The lifestyle. And here I am watching that. I was like, what? If I had that, I yeah. would be doing all this. But, but everyone says yeah, the same different. thing. Yeah, exactly. yeah. When you're in the position and they allow those emotions and the moment to consume you, so-and-so did it, so that means I could do it. So then, because they saw they got away with it once, they can do it again and do it again, and, and it just gets worse, worse, and worse. Perhaps that's the test. Immediate test. Are you worthy to get that next contract? Are you worthy to go on that championship team? Are you worthy to even get a championship? Right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people aren't. And they have all the skill in the world. When it comes time to produce or test time, fail every time. Big game, big whatever, falter. Because they can't handle the pressure. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, too, it comes from like, in terms of the athlete, like off the court. Mm-hmm. or off the field things mm-hmm. that hinder their their potential mm-hmm. i'm thinking about dwight howard with his 20 kids or whatever it was mm-hmm. it's most of his wealth is going to be gone it's already <clears throat> diminishing quite rapidly when the game has changed and he doesn't have the skills to suit how the game has changed mm-hmm. doesn't have a jump shot Mm-mm. and also think about all the celebs Mm-hmm. That just spent all their money. Yeah. And for the image. Yeah. And you gotta keep up with that the social media and Instagram and everything else. So you gotta look good. 
and you gotta spend money for that but they spent way too much money and you know the funny thing and it doesn't become funny when you're going through it is people spend their entire life trying to impress people they will never know mm -hmm. wow and then when it comes time that you actually meet those actual people you realize they never really cared and by the time that happens if that happens most of your wealth and life has dissipated and escaped you and this goes back again to the suite. And then you have to come back and try to graduate and graduate and keep failing and keep failing. That's what really motivates me to do what's bitter, mm -hmm. to do what's uncomfortable, is that I want to graduate. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to repeat the same hardships, the same lessons, the same things. Yes. I want to go through it, face it. And that's my motivation for doing the bitter before the sweet and that's the only way you'll ever build the skills needed so that you can elevate and graduate to another level of life you don't just press a button and magically you get whatever you want but that's what they're teaching <laughs> if it was that way for every single thing in life then we will no longer be human because we will lose that connection of what makes us human we'll lose the most special thing that connectivity that community if we don't have that and we're all separated and singled out, then life will have no meaning. Mm. I'm just thinking about my journey through the bitterness. Mm -hmm. What gets me to do the things that I do, it's really for others. If it was for myself, honestly, I'd probably just go back to the, all the sweetness. Mm -hmm. But when I see other people and the people I care about, that makes it worth it. That, oh, where's that? Okay, so, so ours is over there. <laughs> but I, I learned to wake up early and cook and prep everything because of her. Well, for both of us, for the relationship. Mm -hmm. But before you couldn't even see it. No, before I couldn't even cook. It was a blog. <laughs> before it was, it was a microwave. Right? Uh, yeah, that right, was your best friend. Convenient, right? <laughs> That's all I knew. Yeah. Right, and it's mm -hmm. and it wasn't shot upon but like everyone remember, did it that's all you cared to know at that moment yes yes that's all i cared about mm -hmm. yeah i agree though and i relate to you because something i've learned from herman is that our our actions and what we do not only affects like our ancestors but also you know our descendants and the people that may come after us so it's when you when you have that type of perspective you're really looking at the macro. Like we talk about the macro all the time. Um, when you have that type of perspective, it's, you're seeing the bigger picture. It's, this isn't just for you. Mm -hmm. This is way greater than you can ever imagine. I think that's what really shifted things for me. Even changing our, our behavior, like my, my habits, it's when I was able to see the impact that we have mm -hmm. on everything. I imagine if people got that earlier. Yeah, things would have been a lot more different. I mean, if you look at the current results of our climate, things would be really different. But it's not too late. I, well, it's up to us as a species to unite to actually make that change because not one person can do it alone. And every drop counts. Every drop counts. Every moment counts. Every second counts. Everything counts. 
And that's why we feel so strongly about this movement is because Bernard, like your drop counts, you know, everybody's drop counts, but we just need more people to have a drop. See, a lot of people ask me, and I'll share this with you a little bit. A lot of people ask, what does it take to get to this table? And I tell them all the exact answers. I said, what are you willing to do and not willing to do? And do you know what their answer is? They list all the things they don't want to do. And by the time you come to what they're willing to do, it is so small, so tiny. And by the time we even address that, they don't want to talk no more. And the enthusiasm went out the window and they just wanted to show up here because they didn't want to be left out. And they were doing it for the wrong reasons. Fear of being left out. Fear of missing out. Yeah. I think they call it FOMO. Yeah, FOMO. Mm-hmm. Everyone that you go outside has that. That's why they look to social media for comparison. Mm-hmm. Am, I, am, I, am I at that level yet? Am I, am I good enough yet? Do I get new friends that, that have more net equity? Can I, can I hang around with those more? So I can look good when I'm standing there with a drink that's going to do me un, unjustice, right? So it's like, you have to really question, what do you want out of life? Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Bernard, but I used to have... Well, I still do have a little bit of FOMO based on the way you described it. Mm-hmm. Because I'll admit, like, I'm not I'm working on valuing myself and not looking to comparison. But I will say, like, three years ago, I was at a way, way, way worse state. And it was like, I had to be... First. The main attraction all the time, no matter what. And a lot of people saw that as maybe like ego or confidence, Mm -hmm. but really it was the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. It was insecurity. And I needed that to fulfill the insecure voids inside of me. Mm -hmm. So I I still see how that I still carry that with me a little bit. Not saying that it's prominent, but just being humble to say that there's always room to grow. Always. Oh, same thing for me. It's having the the spotlight or having that the feeling that you're better i mean it definitely feeds the ego mm-hmm. and i'm still going through all that as well but i think the difference now is i'm willing and open to making whatever changes that's required but you see the key word that you said and that's what he had to learn was his will was stronger than his excuses if your excuses are stronger than your will, you'll never, ever try to accomplish that goal. You'll never, ever reach that goal. But if your will is stronger than your excuses, you will always find a way to make it work. You'll always make sure that the effort's always there. So mm. with will, is that just through discipline? It's how bad do you really want something? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be healthy? Do you want to make sure like family's cared for? Do you want to make sure like relationship gets better, right? You have to say, what's the will? Like how strong is that will? And if the will cannot stand the first test that you meet, then how's it going to face the next test and the next test and the next test? Because it's constantly teaching you what you have to conquer so that you can graduate to get to the next level. It's like a game. 
if you, if you don't finish level one, you can't get to level it's two. Like, it's like playing Mario Kart. You can't even pass the first track. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get to Rainbow Road, no, you're not going to get there, first of all. But, but you have all the humps. You have all the curves. You have everything in the environment to get you off track. Are you going to just quit the first time? Yeah, I've seen people do that. Right. It's like a little banana. And it's like, okay, that's it. I'm out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or are you going to say, so what? Why not me? Why not us? Why not we do something? And it's because people give up. And so the will goes because you no longer trust yourself. So then the will diminishes every single time you lose trust in yourself. But when you trust yourself, the will is exponential. Mm-hmm. You that's, have to want it. Yeah, that's what we're trying to help people do to gain that trust back. Mm-hmm. And for some people, this takes longer. Hmm. I'm just thinking about my, my will. And it's true. There's things where I just really, really wanted it. And I didn't... There was no excuse. There was, didn't matter what was in front of me. still just kept going forward. Mm-hmm. And just even being here, speaking with you guys, right, that was one of the things, one of the goals is to be here Mm -hmm. is to share this platform yes and once you have great people you have to do right by those people so Mm -hmm. many people who finally find the great people do wrong by them Mm -hmm. and that is the problem Mm. why though Oh, because, because they, have enough they feel they no longer need those people so that they could do it by themselves and that they'll just take it all for themselves. So perhaps a personal agenda? Of course. Yeah. Well, I think out of everything we've talked about, one thing that really has stood out to me is that if you look at like where we're at as a society, where we're at as individuals, I feel like if you're trying to decipher right from wrong, it's almost like look at like back then like 100, 200, 500 years ago, like we didn't have this type of technology, but yet we still lived mm-hmm. a good quality of life. So it's like social media, if you're trying to quit that, it's like people back then didn't even have it. It wasn't even a problem or an issue. It wasn't never a necessity. So I think just broadening your perspective to see things and and have a more macro perspective is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not against the technology at all. Not at I, all. I think technology is great if you can it use is. it properly. But you exactly. have to learn how that's to use right. it. I think that's the biggest challenge. Right. Because I think that there's a lot of things you can point at that are good, but there's also some things that are hurt, harmful mm-hmm. and that are hurting us as individuals to communicate to grow collectively. I think if you have a bad habit or bad behavior, technology is going to make it worse. It's just an amplifier. Mm-hmm. But if you're a good, solid foundation, then definitely it can help. You use it for the right purpose. That's why we said in another, in a different podcast, we were mm-hmm. talking about no technology for the kids so they can build that foundation. Mm-hmm. They have to learn to earn everything first and think for themselves first. Yeah, that's going to be a little challenging for a lot of parents. 
because if the parent themselves hasn't known who they are or can think for themselves or know exactly what they want, then it's very difficult to teach that. It's, it's almost like parents need to go through some some boot camp or get licensed or something. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> yeah. If they did that, and they let's say it's almost like when you go for a driver's license, you have to go for a test, test, test. You got to make sure you go for in Canada. The first test is you have to do the the written test, mm-hmm. which is multiple choice. Then you do the driving test. What if everyone just wants to write and no one wants to drive, but still get the the license? Yeah, it's not. It's not going to work. Not going to be that good. And a lot of people who are on the road probably didn't even do a test because the way they drive. It's mm-hmm. like it is like Mario Kart, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? But that's the crazy part. It's that you need a license to go and get your car to drive to do to become an engineer to become whatever these things are. Yet to become a parent, which is you're giving life. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely nothing. It's a free yeah. for all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just do whatever you want. Here you go. That's it. Well, that's because they want to create more workers. Mm. If there's any limitation on that, then you don't want to create more workers. And just for the audience, we're not saying don't become parents. No, just, <laughs> you have to take necessary steps to become a better one. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so important for us to develop as individuals so we can be better people, not just for us, but for everybody around us. Because mm-hmm. that plays a huge role on the child's life. And then that, that will ripple towards their friends, other families, what they, where they work, the family they choose to have on their own. Huge ripple effect. It's a lot bigger than us, mm-hmm. just as an individual. Agreed. Okay. Any other things you guys want to discuss? I think we talked about a lot of good things. <laughs> I think that was a good table talk. Until next time. Well, thank you for listening and enjoying with us. Yeah, we appreciate you joining the table and hope that uh, we'll see you at the next table talk. Thank you.